format for today. We shall start with you already. No introductions needed for you, Danny. <laughs> Sabihin ko lang, hello, this is me. Ako ulit. Hindi <laughs> kayo naalipad ka. To be honest, this is your third, third. episode. This is my third lang, time. No? I'm like, well, hello, Michael, you're won't be able to... Kubadera. <laughs> Makamaban na naman yung iglap or something. Hindi <laughs> naman, I'm sorry. Umuha naman ako nakadress. Chai. <laughs> you are wearing a dress ito. though, right? No. It's a lingerie. Okay. It's lingerie. Yes, yeah, again. No, no, no need to get into space. We might get banned. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> sige, ganyan lang. Okay. Yeah, so we're waiting for Ivan. Uh, Nikolai won't be able to join us tonight because oh, no. she is a bit, she's not sick. It's more of she's tired from work. Work, oh, yeah. I think she got you know, I mean, fatigue from work, not any other kind of stuff. Pagod. I don't want to uh-huh. use like the word sick because baka people might feel automatically, right? Yeah, she's she just you can just say it, she's taking a break, yeah, which so, is better. Like, I'm to our one viewer, um, yeah, exactly. To our one viewer, Nikolai won't be joining us, but we do have Nudista back. And we do have a special guest. Uh, she's just waiting to come in. Uh, how about you introduce her, Danny, before I put her in? Kailangan ba may not miss feel talaga? Should I go to the Instagram account? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, I've met Ivan. She's also a nudist like me, and she has been working with with a production company to do the at the back door, which is her. Did I stall? Was I the one stalling or was it you? <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> so she she invited me on her on that podcast slash video YouTube video format. And we talked about polyamory, spirituality, and sexuality, BDSM. And and she's one of the many women I've met who is into expressing themselves in an open way. Like the, her posts are always about you know nudity being seen as art, not as a way for people to disrespect her. And she's really vocal about it. She also partnered with with Toys and Pleasure before. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we we've done things that are in line with each other. So we're just waiting for her. Pero ayun. yeah, well, she, well, thank you for that, Nadista. And here's Ivan. So. Hi, Ivan. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? Ivan! Wala kami marinig. Voice. Wala. Yeah, we, we, we can't hear you, Ivan. Isa rin tong hubadera o tingnan mo parang walang suot. To be fair, I can see the, the black um, spaghetti, yeah. whatever you call those. Wala pa rin. It's yung sayo, nudista yung sobra. I'm praying that the Facebook will also watch this episode. Baka ma-find and ma-ban pa ako. No, okay. I'm gonna put, you know, I'm going just no, going okay. to show no, the no, necklace. No, we're not, oh, we're not here to, you know, to, to, to clothes shame or whatever you call that. Wait, Ivan. We're if just you, careful. You can, can you say something? Uh, we, we can't hear anything on your end. Yeah, no, we can't. Wala. I can read her lips, though, at least. <laughs> can you interpret? <laughs> I think she said hello, hello, hello several times when I asked her to say something. 
Tapos yung pala, she didn't say that. No? You can check your cam mic option to see if meron. Yes, experts in this. <laughs> I'm just looking at the one we have here right now. Ah, kung ano. I wish Reach out and be like, yeah, I'll be the one to fix your... Yeah, she, she, her mic is on eh. Parang Maybe... meron, pero super konti. Talaga, I can only hear you eh. I mean, you, Nadista. Wait, how about this? Let's okay, all wait. mute each other, except for Ivan. Baka there's something. Okay. Wala talaga... Maybe try without your earphones, Ivan. Maybe that's the trick. <clears throat> oh, she doesn't have earphones. Oh, shoot. She was using her earphones a while ago. So is this Ariel? <laughs> Couldn't speak. Body language na lang. <laughs> okay, so while we're trying to figure out how to help Ivan, I'll thank our sponsors first. So... Before I restart, you know, this is the last episode for Women's Month. So for IGLAP, the whole month of March, we dedicated all the episodes on, you know, matters regarding women and how they feel about things. And, you know, it's very good or it's a good thing that we decided to push this one week later because I think mm-hmm. it's a topic that's very important, especially nowadays. So, you know, I'd like to thank our sponsors. So first one, definitely Swagat Indian Cuisine. I think Danny's had them a few times. Uh, good Indian yeah. food. Uh, modern yeah. fashionista. Uh, you know, great masks, face shields, etc. And of course, uh, Koei Blends. So if you want any local coffee from, you know, Filipino farmers, go to Koei Blends. So the episode for today is about female sexuality. <clears throat> and Danny has been an episode like that here in Iglap sometime last year, but latter part of last year, mm-hmm. uh, where we kind of discussed the same thing. But I guess for this one, it's more about how, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, Nadani. I mean, a lot mm. of people nowadays, both men and women, are very open about their sexuality, right? About, um, you know, what they like doing in bed and, and things like that. But for some reason, I guess in the Philippines especially, but then again, I'm sure other countries also do the same. Uh, if women talk about it, it's kind of like taboo in a way. So why don't you Actually, tell me about your experience about that? Actually, I think... In general, even if um, pag-usapan or it's talked about among men, it's also taboo, very hush-hush. Because some people aren't really open to it, maybe because of where we come from. Like, our religion is very much something that that talks about sex as something bad or something to be, you know, not talked about, pushed under the rug basically. And in my experience, I'm very open, (laughs) especially because I love talking about it. I treat it as a normal subject, like how I would talk about food. That's how I would talk about sex. And a lot of times, even my guy friends, like when I say, oh, you know, I fucked someone. Sometimes we were just in a, in, in pre-COVID, we were in a restaurant and I said, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then I told him that I fucked fuck this guy and stuff. And the way it was, the way he reacted was like, no, don't talk about it. Shh, quiet. Everyone will hear. It's like an embarrassment to talk about it. And I said to him, why be embarrassed about something that's very natural 
to do or to talk. I mean, it's very natural because it is something that we do with our partners or with whoever, when you're married or not. And to hear that kind of reaction makes me realize how it's still taboo. It's still something that people get embarrassed about. And then it makes me question, why are you embarrassed about it? If we don't talk about it, the more you would do things in a way that's not safe, probably, and you will be misinformed. You will not know what to do when a situation happens wherein you're in a sex act or when you're having something with your partner and you do something wrong. What do you do? What? How do you navigate through that? And it's just me opening the floor for further discussions because it's better to have someone there who's open about it and who's willing to talk about it so that you don't have to Google online what it means to do something. Because to be honest, when you're afraid to ask, when you don't know anyone who is there to talk about with this th- these things, it makes you want to just do it all on your own, like DIY, just go on the internet. Like, how do I pleasure my men? How do I pleasure my woman kind of thing? And most of the time, it's just generic. And no one really would tell you, hey, don't do that because that's not natural kind of thing. So it's really misinformation in on my end, like misinformation or they're just scared to talk about it because the people around them, their family, their friends would would just say, shh, quiet, no, don't. And because you do that or because the people around them do that and it's always being done by them, of course, a part of them would say, or the, the part, a part of me, if it were me, would say, okay, I'm not going to talk, talk about it anymore because it's always not talked about so might as well not do anything about it yeah so before we continue that discussion i'm hoping for some miracle that ivan will be able to join our discussion so let's hope that we can hear her so ivan oh thank you so much introduction (laughs) <laughs> You're welcome, Ivan. Yeah, so we're very happy you could finally join us, Ivan, that you have audio. So why don't you introduce yourself a bit uh, mm-hmm. as well? So yeah. Okay, so hi, hi I'm Ivan Evangelista. I'm a nude, nude, um, nude painter, feminist painter. Also, I'm a host of At the Backdoor. It's a YouTube talk show where we talk about um, taboo topics like this. And I also act. And yeah, that's <laughs> okay. So for you, Ivan, because I, I've you know met not really met in person, but you know, Nudis has been here three times in total already. But for your case, so how did you like decide to become a you know a nudist painter? Sorry, is that the correct term? Yeah, a, a nude artist and a oh sorry, nude artist. Yeah, so, sorry, my bad. So yeah, yeah. so um, I started to say. When I was younger, I started masturbating when I was five. I started exploring my body when I was five. Yeah, and it's normal to masturbate at that young age. Um, it's not sexual, it's just me exploring my body. And since it's taboo, 
my mom would always nahuhuli ako ng nanay ko and she would shame me na nag-masturbate ako. <coughs> and I know that there's something wrong with that. Like, how can a good thing that's pleasurable to me is a bad thing? Like, sobrang dinimonize niya ako. And lagi ko na-experience yung shame na yun. It's always recurrent in my life. Until I'm so fed up with it. I know there's nothing wrong with it. Like, yung clit natin, clit namin mga babae is made for pleasure. Like, why don't we use it? So, ayun. That's what started making art about. And it's so important since I am also a victim of rape. And wala akong education about boundaries and how to assert myself. And I didn't have anyone at that time to really help me. So, if wala akong person to support me, walang tao na to support sa akin at that time. I want to be the person na man for the other people who can support them. So, ayun. Wow, I mean, I, I'm really sorry to hear about what, what happened to you. All of those things, <laughs> those are all very <laughs> negative um, experiences in life. So, yeah, but then I never knew that at such a young age, you know, people could start, you know, masturbating at age five. I, this is the first time I'm actually hearing about this uh, because, my, like, I sorry, yeah, my please, theory sorry. is yeah, no Freud about it, like with exploring our bodies. Yeah, because when I talk to my friends about, well, we, we don't really talk about it like we huddle on so we can discuss these things. But mm. when we kind of find out about, you know, when we first started, you know, masturbating, things like that, the ages are like 12, 13, 10. But this is the first time I hear of a, a, a five-year-old. Okay, so um, so, I, so I asked Nadisa this question about, you know, when women talk about sex, it's very taboo. But then her point was more on, even when men talk about it, it's taboo. Uh, what's your stand on that? Right now, I talk so openly about it. Like, sobrang casual ko din. Pag-usap ngayon. But dati hindi talaga because I instill sa akin na it's a shameful thing to do, to be so open. Kasi akala ng mga tao, if you acknowledge your sexual self, dinidisrespect din- din- mo yung sarili mo or other people. They can't see na um, your sexual self can also be respected. So I'm just wondering, no, and I'm, I'm going to ask this to Nadista after, because you did mention you have your own um, podcast, uh, YouTube channel, etc. Uh, and you also do acting and things like that. Uh, do you ever get, you know, any kind of negative comments and things like that about you know, when you talk about, you know, sexuality and things like that, like people shaming you or, or things like that, do you still get those kinds of comments? Actually, surprisingly, wala nagaano. Like, may mga iilan lang, pero it doesn't really matter to me anymore. Like, mostly, very positive sila. Like, they get what I'm trying to do. So I think, in a way, society is evolving. So, like, when you first started compared to now, like there's a huge difference already in terms of those um, negative comments and, and things like that. Ever when I started, wala ga ano. Ah, like, okay, maybe, okay. So ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about you, Nadista? 
Uh, based on my experience naman, I was more open naman ever since I was in high school. I was already exploring with the concepts and learning more about it. And when I went to college, maybe because I'm surrounded with people that I chose, like I knew that even if I'm like this, they would still accept me. There wasn't any backlash. It's more of when I was already doing this, they went up to me and said, hey, we already knew you were going to do that. It's, we just, You just needed time. You just needed the freedom to actually express yourself fully at this point. And in terms of backlash, it's not necessarily backlash wherein you're too open, but more of people feel entitled to me because I'm open about such topics more of because i'm talking that's not just me right Ivan? yeah no, okay okay i'm just making sure <laughs> sorry oh okay so danny disappeared sorry, oh there she's back. i'm sorry it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> where was i sorry so you talk about <laughs> um People being, um, I think, possessive of you or something like that? Yeah, or if, because I'm open, people feel entitled to talk oh, to entitled. me and yeah. demand things or demand that I give them attention and that I should do stuff with them. Just because, you know, when you're open, people see that as an invitation for something else. And... Because of that, I the other backlash is if you don't give them what they want, they do stuff to shame you or to threaten you. It's not okay, I'm just making sure it's not <laughs> sorry because the internet here in my girlfriend's house isn't too good today for some reason. So that's not true. Yeah, wait, so warning guys, especially T-Evan, since you're new here, if I disappear, it's because of the internet. It's not because I want to disappear. The ghost ka. Oh. So that's my girlfriend hello. saying hi. Hello, hello girlfriend. You're so pretty. Sorry, so pretty. my connection oh. shit. <laughs> my connection you know, to be fair, to be fair to you, Nadisa, this is the first time your connection's bad, huh? Compared I to the know, two other it's episodes. A sign. Is it a sign? I'm kidding. Actually, Ivan, honestly, her, uh, the two other episodes when she joined, she had the best connection. It was smooth. It was clear. Everything. I'm sorry. I'm and using... now it's like... Don't I'm see using the brand. My... No, I'm using my mobile internet. That's why. Okay. 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 Just don't see the brand, guys. I don't want to be fined and banned. So, sorry. Please, Nadisa, continue. It's just that recently, kasi... I've had that experience. Actually, kanina lang. This afternoon. Oh, and then when he, someone, yeah, someone was demanding a video of me playing with a toy with my hands. And so he said, it's just easy. And I'm like, I said, no. Even if you're going to pay me, I won't do it. And then he, he was asking why, why, why. And I said, I just don't want to. And then he started threatening me. And I'm like, this is what happens. But at the same time, it just shows how disrespectful people can be when you're open and then they feel entitled to what you're doing or to the pleasure that you might give them. It's, it's, it's just, you know, something that happens. And I don't like it, 
and it just shows that people see me as an object sometimes because of it. Yeah. And I guess that. that's, I guess, you know, and I'm not saying that any of you guys are doing that, but then, you know, I, I did watch, you know, several like documentaries. Um, I read articles about, you know, how a lot of these former adult performers, when they retire, you know, they talk about how they're treated, you know, even after they're done in the business. And one of the ones that I found very interesting is Sasha Gray, if, if you're familiar with her. Yeah. Uh, she was a very uh, famous adult performer before. And actually, you know, she's had like a renaissance in her career. From adult performer, she became a DJ, then an author. And I think now she's mm. back to music. Now she's a gamer. I mean, in terms of like reinventing herself, she should like win that award, right? But then, yeah. you know, when you, when you, when you, what I find funny is I actually bought one of her books. It's the most difficult one to find. It's called New Sex. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. It's Frenchiata or something. Uh, so just basically photos of her, her life, um, whether on set or not, and things like that. And I bought it because I was just so interested about how she felt about things, how she sees herself through, you know, a camera, how she sees her work and, and things like that. And I remember one of my friends joked me, Oh, so are you sure you bought it because of that and not because of anything else? And also, and at first I didn't get it. At times I could be very slow when it comes to mm. stuff like that because I was like, guys, look, I finally got it. You know, it took me five years to find it and stuff like that. So I guess that's the thing, though. Like um, when people are open to a lot of things or when they're open about their sexuality, people think that it makes them look easy, I guess, in a way. I'm sorry, if, I don't know if that's the right term to use, but would you guys agree on that? Yeah, I guess. I think you, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yes, just no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, I just agreed. I just agreed. <laughs> I think um, mas nakuha ng negativity si Nodista compared to me, because I'm not very open about my sexuality. Like open ako sa body ko sa art form, but I'm still trying to accept myself as a sexual being, pero since you know, this is open siya sexually, mas vulnerable siya, mas feeling ng tao entitled na sila kay Nudista. So I think yun yung difference namin, why I don't get much backlash. Understood. Wait, so before you continue, uh, I just want to read this comment. So April and her family are watching. So April actually was one of our guests before for Women's Month. We were doing a uh, female entrepreneurs that was the episode so hi april i hope you're feeling better april recently uh wasn't feeling too well it's not covid uh but yeah so i hope she's getting better you know that's the thing i hate no when people aren't feeling well i always have to put the disclaimer it's not covid <laughs> and things like that it's this thing is crazy so yeah um so i guess the next thing is ivan why nude painting I, I, I'm just so curious about that, no? Because I mean, sorry, are you doing the painting or are you the 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 you know the subject of the painting? Um, both. Oh wow! Okay, you're very talented because I can only paint like uh, abstract wherein I'm pretending I'm trying to paint, let's say, an elephant that looks like a, that looks like a bottle or something. Be like, what's that? Um, <laughs> it's my feelings. <laughs> so, <laughs> Because it's abstract, the way it can be like, oh, you know, it looks like a bottle. You're like, no, it's the universe or whatever. But why don't you tell us whatever they want to interpret it? But why did you decide to, you know, to do nude painting as, you know, the subject of the painting? I'm just 
curious about that because that's that takes a lot of self-confidence to do something like that in my opinion no? because being naked in front of strangers actually even being naked in front of your partner for the first time is kind of you know i mean there's jitters with that right but yeah. especially to like strangers who are just there looking at you and like painting you for an hour or so i mean you really have a lot of confidence Actually, I started modeling because I'm insecure, and I still am a bit. But I want to challenge myself because I know that there's nothing wrong with my body. It, this is our natural selves. Tapos, I started painting because um, I have this fascination with aesthetics and body snapping, and I realize the more when I look at bodies as an artist. Hindi ko siya tinitingnan, hindi ko tinitingnan yung flaws. I actually see the flaws as um, part of the beautiful aspect of the bodies. So ayun, I wanted to, and since also na I don't want people to play my body for me, I started painting my own self. I started being my own use, because I really want to um, appreciate and explore. My body, my nudity, and my sexual self. Because I'm still in the process accepting my sexual self, and it has been really healing for me to view myself as art, not just a sexual thing. So, so sorry, I, I don't mean to pry, you know. So you say you paint yourself. So, like, are you standing in front of a mirror, or sorry, I'm just <laughs> trying to figure out how. Oh, you take a photo? Okay, sorry. Yeah, wow, I Paolo, take selfies a, with my vagina. <laughs> such a tita answer. Do you just stand in front of a mirror and they can just... I mean, the amount of time and all. So, okay. So, it's more about, you know, healing. And But I really I admire that confidence. Like, even if you say that you're, you know, you're insecure about it. To be able to do it, that's that's pretty amazing. Wait, so your photo on your social media, you know, where we connected, is that your painting? Did you make that? Yeah, my profile picture. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't want yeah. to say what social media, you know, because I don't want people to look for you and just message you out of nowhere and stuff. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but wow, that's a really good painting. You really made that. Wow, I was surprised. Yeah. I thought you just found it on like a Hong Kong um, oh. art exhibit or something. <laughs> No, it's really good. It's really, really good. Wow. Okay, so you you mentioned that um you're you're not very um open sexually compared to nudista, and if you don't mind me asking, no, and if it's you know if it opens like you know a painful experience, you don't need to get into it. But why though? Why aren't you as open as nudista? I mean, you know, what, what's the reason for it? Um, I'm still healing from the trauma. I'm still working. On it, and pero the goal is to be as accepting of myself as Nudista. Gabe, <laughs> I mean Nudista yeah, was in a movie last year. What? Na lang katawan ko dun. Nudista starred in the film. Um, shoot, was the title again Nudista? I can't remember. Oh, you don't want to mention it? Okay, star. I know I didn't star. It's just that my photo is just there for like. Two minutes or something, dude. Yeah, for a while. <laughs> so okay, we'll talk about the movie offline. Na lang. 
say it. Go ahead, Devon. Yeah. Ano lang yung questions? So like, yeah. So about you know, why aren't you as sexually open as nudista? Yeah, I'm still working through my trauma. I still carry a lot of shame and guilt. Like even kahit wala kong sexual partner, even kahit sa sarili ko lang, while I masturbate, I still feel I don't deserve this pleasure. I feel like I owe this pleasure to men. Kailangan shared siya. And I can't own it because I don't deserve it. So I'm working on that. And I'm working on that through being in a meditative state while masturbating so that I can build yung shame and guilt. And that has been helping a lot. No, you know, I, I, I'm so sorry that you, you're going through that. I mean, that's really awful. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't have that kind of experience as you, but and I don't think I'll ever know how you feel about it. But, you know, I'm just so sorry you have to go through something because I know that could be really tough. You know, I mean, doing something that's natural that, you know, you want to do and there's nothing wrong with doing it. Then you feel that kind of um, shame and, and things that that's just awful. I really hope that, you know, you'll be able to, to find that good place and all. Thank you. Also, when I'm, I'm scared also to be viewed as sexy. I feel like I would be asking for it. I know it's not true, but I still have that belief that if I'm sexy, I would be asking for it. I'm still working on removing that. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't think we would. I mean, when, when I thought of this episode, for w Women's Month, I, I wanted to be more about, you know, like Nudista saying all of her words that will get me banned on Facebook out of nowhere. <laughs> but I just want to to make it clear to, you know, everyone who's watching and who may be watching the future that, you know, whatever women wear, whatever women do, however they want to portray themselves, unless if they say they are asking for it, unless if they're saying yes to you or things like that, they're never asking for it without them actually muttering the words yes or, or something like that. You know, I hope, you know, in the future we won't have to hear any more experiences like this because I think it's just completely awful because, you know, it's making someone do something they don't want to do and forcing them with force and that's wrong. So, yeah, I hope that, you know, we don't hear of this anymore in the future and, and things like that. Yeah, but you're a very, you know, you're a very strong person, Ivan. I mean, you know, being able to come out of that place, find your own way to, you know, to heal in a very artistic way. I think art is very important in society. I think art really helps people heal a lot. I mean, I personally painted before because I was going through some things, you know, trying to make the elephant, but then they came a bottle. Uh, <laughs> true story about that. And I hope that more and more people find art and discover how to heal in whatever traumas that they have. So, yeah, I, I hope you, you do heal sooner than later, Ivan. So, yeah. And I, hope I get to, yeah. and I hope I get to see some of your work. I mean, your profile photo oh, yeah, and paint is really good. I mean, I would love to see the rest. Yeah. So, yeah, so how about you, Nitista? Oh, yeah, what's your, what's your Instagram, by the way? I'll comment it now. For Nudista, uh, I think it's just Nudista, right? <laughs> I am Nudista. I am. <laughs> oh, what's your Instagram? 
underscore B energy. I'm sorry. Underscore bloom energy. Bloom. Ah, bloom energy. Okay, yeah. Okay, now while my internet is also struggling, oh, there, finally, it, it came out in the comments. So we'll get back to you, Ivan. So for those who aren't familiar with Nadista, which is impossible because she was the star of the lukewarm film last year. <laughs> I can't really say blockbuster. But... <laughs> well, I mean, for the people who don't really know you that well, Nadista, or who haven't seen our nearly five-hour episode last year, uh, why don't you... Yeah, that's true, Ivan. I mean, if you look at our episode I'm last sorry? year, I'm willing to send you. It was nearly It was like four and, and a half. Four and a half. We were enjoying. So before, uh, I, we used to be two hosts, me and Angela. She had to retire early. Uh, that was Nadista and Nikolai. Nikolai couldn't make it today because, you know, she's a bit tired from work. Um, because of you know, back-to-back events and, and things like that. So we... <laughs> Nadisa just kept on talking about stuff and the whole time I was praying to God I won't get banned or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's very fun to have Nadisa. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's very, you know, it's very fun to talk to her. She's very honest. And, you know, like you, you're also very open, very honest. So how about you, Nadisa? Why don't you tell people why you're so very, how you became so very sexually open and like your origin story or something. <laughs> origin story. Parang oh, si, <laughs> si Black Widow. <laughs> so I started young. In mga high school, you know, when you're in an all-girls school, everyone's like, oh, you know, if I'm looking at gay porn or whatever. And then that's when you realize, hey, I like this, I like this, I like this. And then it's kind of under the table at first because it's more of like, okay, you're exploring. But then when I went to college, I was exposed to many things and i found people who are open sexually also so it became a thing wherein okay i'm gonna be open about this because it is accepted by the people i'm with so from there it just blossomed into something else like that's when i started thinking about i want to be a nude model like even in college i was like i want to be a nude model but in the college that i was in we're in a Catholic school. You cannot do nude paintings because it's not part of, I mean, it's not okay with the administration. So what happened was I was like, okay, after, after I graduate, I can do whatever I want. And because of, you know, being able to have my own space, like I moved out, I was able to explore more because I'm not with my family. And, it made me realize things about myself. Like, okay, since I'm alone now, what can I do to explore myself in a way that's still safe for me and with people who are much open to it or who are willing to explore it with me who I know I can trust fully. So I was able to explore it with people because they're open to it as well. And I trust them so much. And when you have people who you trust and then they're open to exploring things with you, it becomes an avenue wherein, hey, this is okay. And then you suddenly, I, then, then I suddenly found myself meeting other people who have the same passions as me or meeting people who are also hubaderos, hubaderas, who take their clothes off for art. 
And then I thought before, there was this insecurity too. Like even until now, I think everyone has their insecurities. It's just that you have to remind yourself constantly that, hey, this is me and I'm unique. If I don't accept myself for who I am now, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to live with myself. I would always have to chase another dream, another goal. But when you sit down and you say to yourself, this is me and I'm enough. And then maybe I can do something with who I am right now. So because I've had opportunities wherein I can take my clothes off, I, I it was the time wherein I wanted to explore it. And then the opportunity came and I, I just grabbed it. And that first moment, it was, wait, I know it's on my calendar. I think it was April 2, which was 2017. So it was years ago. That was the first time I took my clothes off for a photo shoot. And when I saw the photos, it made me realize how beautiful my body is, even if I'm not the model figure people see online. I saw it as, hey, I didn't know that my body can create beautiful photos or beautiful landscapes. Or beautiful shapes and then it made me want to pursue things more like if this feeling this excitement every time i get into get in front of a camera it's not because i'm narcissistic it's just me being able to express myself and then people enabling me to express myself in the process and even while i'm i'm expressing myself there's this beautiful thing that's being created. It's the photos that document the unshedding or the my energy coming out, my sexual expression coming out, or my sexiness, or the emotion that I'm trying to express during that time. So it's really a broad thing. It's, it's like every time I did it, a part of me is being unlocked. Like, hey, before I, I was so shy to take my clothes off, but now at this point if it's work if it's a collaboration i'm already at that point wherein if i'm going to do it up there's a switch in there that go automatically has the game face or i know that they pick me for this collaboration because they believe in me and i in turn should believe in myself too that what they want to do with me is art what they they're looking at for me like for them to ask for a collaboration it means that they see something in me that i've been projecting and i know that it it is me it's just that it's an avenue where they've enabled me to be who i am so i guess that's that's how it is for me like every opportunity i take it's a way for me to express myself and if the opportunity feels good then it means that it is good. But there are some that are that don't. Like if someone even offered me, hey, let's do this shoot. And if it feels wrong, like if my body just clenches or it's not, there's something in me that stops me from actually doing it. Then it means that it's not a good thing. It's not a good way for me to expend my energy because that other person might take advantage of me. So, yeah, it's mostly just exploration of self and finding people who are who see you or who see me for who I am and would love to do something with me because they believe in me as this, as who I am at this point.
so aside from what you mentioned to me about you know about that person who was very forceful to you to send him you know the video and all uh you know in terms of photo shoots have there been photo shoots where you're like yeah i don't feel good about this um not necessarily doesn't feel good but there were instances wherein i was i was not really taken advantage of but more of i was seen as an object or parang they saw it as a way to pervert me in a way so it's not really um it was um for a video shoot and i was about to paint myself with black paint all over and what happened during that situation was people did of course because the focus is on me and we're trying to direct things and they're trying to to see the camera angle how it would look like i was scouting around the room because i was looking i was checking and then i was in a i, I was on all fours so it means that my hands were on the ground my knees were also on the ground so i'm in a in a tabletop position in yoga and oh, I, I, noticed that that, <laughs> and I noticed that someone was behind me so the view was the view of my pussy and my vulva and my ass and there were two people behind me who was looking at the view and then when i noticed it i said to the directors can you ask the men behind me to move to the front because they're looking at me and they were surprised like the men were like oops and then they they quietly went their way and that for me was okay why were you positioned there specifically when it it's it's an exposing position right so when when i address that a good thing i have my i had a good friend who's there who knows how to take care of me as a model because we take each other we take care of each other as models as nude models we would do everything to make the other person comfortable especially as women we get taken advantage of so many times so many ways so of course when i spoke up it was a situation wherein okay she feels uncomfortable so what we did what or what they did was i asked them if all of the helpers or the other crew members who are not doing anything to move to another place so that like it's safe for me to do what i need to do in that situation so it's it's more of siguro nabastusan lang ako like bakit ka pupunta dun sa angulo na yon when you can see from if you're looking at me from the view of the director it's going to be different pero bakit nandun sila specifically dun sa pwesto na yon when everyone else was in another place so it's it's just me being anal about it like kasi safety ko din yun what if they took photos diba and yeah. a lot of people do that na tipo uy maganda yan. they take photos without your consent and uh, ako naman wala naman sa akin yun kasi you know it's a, it's my body i mean it's it's a body pero during that moment i'm not consenting to any of it it's it's a it's a conceptual art kind of thing it wasn't a masturbation scene or whatever and even if it was a masturbation scene you know 
there should be respect pa din for the one doing the scene or the artist in the scene. Kasi we're humans and we're supposed yeah. to be respected. <clears throat> no, that, that I mean, I won't really consider you being anal about the situation just because, like what you mentioned, it is your safety and it didn't make sense to me based on what you said. Why would they be in that exact angle, right? Mm-mm. I mean, if they're like beside you or something, not major front, not that far back, and I guess that that would be okay with you, but not, you know, that exact position. Wow, this is good. This yeah. is really going to be a very. No. <laughs> this is really, this is really tough. We're all stalling today. <laughs> okay, there. I'm back. Oh, 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 so, no, to be fair to Evan, she just lost her. Sorry, napuputol-putol. ka then, best. <laughs> Actually, today is no, I, I'm sorry to, not a good day. <laughs> it's really not a good day for internet today. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. We're online. Nothing we can do. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, uh, we will have better episodes in the future. Okay. So, how about you? Um. If you don't mind me also asking you, Ivan, was there ever a time where, you know, you're doing one of your... Know, your your nude paintings, where you felt uncomfortable because of somebody, or you know, uh, there are also times. Yeah, I was doing a short film. Oh, a short film. And meron, yeah, meron choreography about um, being harassed and standing up against it. So it was about empowerment, and one of the dancers. Um. He was teaching me the choreography, pero kahit tapos na yung rehearsals or hindi na role yung camera, he was still acting out his role as a man. Tapos, back then kasi um, fresh pa yung trauma. So I didn't know how to really assert myself and I didn't know how to process it. Pero um, I speak up about it. And pinagsabihan lang yung lalaki and tuloy pa rin yung shoot which is about empowerment and sinali pa sa mga festivals even if kinol out ko na yung production and during their parang awards night thing yung film showing night nila I called the director out and the production out pero wala they still continued passing the short film sa mga festivals and the explanation sakin ng director ko, which is a woman, by the way, is nagma method acting lang daw yung, choreo- yung choreographer, yung dancer. Sobrang, hindi, hindi niya talaga naiintindihan how affected I was by it. Tapos, ang dami niya pang palusto. So, sobrang fucked up lang kasi babae ka, kapo babae ka. Hmm. That's really awful. 
that, that that's really really awful i mean i honestly don't really i mean the excuse of method acting doesn't make sense i mean like for example oh <laughs> there's so many method actors out there like for example let's use the easiest one let's say jared leto right he didn't get HIV to be able to play an HIV patient in Dallas Buyers Club, right? <laughs> or um, or Eddie Redmayne when he played the Danish girl, he didn't become he didn't he isn't transgender. And I mean, the point is, you don't need to go to an extreme to become the character you're trying to be. How do you you know you could do research, you can watch other movies, how actors did it. Yeah. So if you're trying to be a you know a maniac in that situation, you have a lot of material without any of the you know the the disturbing or negative things to do to do something like yeah, that i think the first thing is no go ahead um yung dancer i mean i don't know if you know pero yung director siya pa yung nagme make ng excuse hindi naman kin lane ng dancer na method actor but I mean, I, I don't know if it's uh, a comfort or anything, but did the guy apologize to you, the, the one who did the wrong to you? I can't remember. I don't think so. I can't remember. Oh, wow. That, that's really tough. I mean, <laughs> I mean that, 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 uh, some people. Okay, um, sorry, before we continue on with the topic, uh, one of our viewers named Adam Kramer, I, I, I'm not really sure how to pronounce the last name, says, how do you avoid those kinds of situations today? So how about you, Ivan? I mean, you did mention it when you first faced that situation. You, you, you know, you spoke out and things like that. But like, you know, let's say tomorrow you have maybe a shoot or one of your new paid things or, or things like that. And something like that happens, or something close to that. How, how would you try to avoid having something like that? Okay, now I try to be adamant about having an intimacy coach, or if I intimacy coach, I'm the one intimacy coach. And yeah, really, really know the actor or the director, people in the project. Like, make sure that you really trust them. Like, Belief and kailangan nakasulat ako in any way that I don't feel safe or uncomfortable, I'm free to just walk away. So, yeah, that, that's definitely more than fair. How about you, uh, Nadista? Actually, for me, wala naman ng ibang situations. Pero kasi I'm someone who is very open about talking about these things and i know if usually with my projects i'm with other friends so if anything happens i can just tell them hey can you tell the director because he knows you more than he knows me and you know pero but there are times wherein even if you say those things like what happened with ivan even if you say those things they just downplay it in a lot and even if even if we say it, they say, hindi, okay lang yan. That's okay. Brush it off. And that's something that 
makes people not speak up more. It's like, you're not listening to me. And it's very traumatizing. And I've, I've, I've had moments like that wherein people just say, oh, you know, it's fine, you know, but you're not listening. And then when you, when you raise your voice, that's when people say, oh, wow, she's overreacting. And I guess in it, in my experiences, I've never had to be like strict wherein, no, this is enough. Ayoko na. Tama na. But I think if if it were me in, in Yvonne's situation, I'll be very, very pissed about it. Because you, I mean, in, in your situation, Yvonne, it's more of you you voiced it out, but then the uh, what hurts more, I suppose, is that they posted it everywhere. And every time you see or think about it, it's displayed somewhere else. Right? So... I guess I guess that's that's really a hard situation and I've I haven't experienced it but I know how I mean I can empathize with what has happened with you and even I guess being careful also like whenever I do projects I'm always with someone I trust like if this shit goes wrong especially most of the time the photographers I have are men and good thing mm-hmm. they're friends of mine but what if He's a friend, but he's an asshole, and he ends up doing something against me. Then I have to look into the support system that I have. Even if we have mutual friends, I have to still voice out that this happened to me, and whatever. I mean, I'm st- I'm I, we're we're all your friends, but this situation doesn't, you know, take away the fact that I was, I was the um. I was treated in a way that's not suitable for me. So yeah. It, I guess being careful also with the people you work with. Being choosy is something that helps during the situation. Because I only work with people I trust. And with by doing that, we create this intimate community wherein, hey, I can just be take my clothes off. I can do this in front of them. And they know that in the pro or, or I know in the process that I'm being taken care of by them, and that in the process also I'm taking care of them. So I guess that's just me trying to avoid situations that are not favorable for me. Yeah, I mean, wow. You know, you know the thing is. What I'm just trying to understand now is, you know, you have men who do treat women wrongly, like what happened mm-hmm. to the two of you. And then when women are really pissed off, because let's say no one is listening, that's when people are like, hey, that's what I'm trying to understand with society. Especially, you know, here's the one thing that I remember before. I, I can't mm-hmm. remember the year this was now. Um, when Marcos got buried in the you know the cemetery for heroes, I think that was like 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. Then um, then suddenly there's this girl, you know, normal girl. I think she was a college student, very young. Then you know she was rallying because you know you can rally, you know you 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 were allowed to rally, you're allowed to to express your opinion. That you know she wasn't pro what happened. Then suddenly these Filipino boomer titos were like, 
you know, saying, oh, you know, ang sarap-sarap mo, ganun-ganun, you know, parang I would want to, you know, rape you and, and things like that. Then it's like, that kind of mentality is very disturbing, you know, because when you look in the dictionary, basically rape is, you know, doing a sexual act to someone without his or her consent. So why say it in such a way that it's something that's okay to do? I, I'm sorry, I don't know if I'm making sense. But I just can't fathom why when women, like for example, Ivan and Nudista, you know, Ivan does her art, Nudista does her photography sessions, etc. Why is it that just because someone is so open, and I want to hear your opinions now, Ivan and Nudista, why do you think people find these kinds, not sorry, not these kinds, sorry about that. Like, why why do people find people who are very open easy or something like that, or firing that they can do things to them? Um, more easily compared to other people. And let's start with uh, Ivan. They're threatened by people who are powerful. And if they see a woman who is very confident with themselves, they're threatened by masculinity. Because you want to socialize as female to not take up sex. And and always to adjust women for men that take up sex. So when parang power share or like equal yung power share. Na yung masculine and they feel like they have to put women in their place. Because that's how insecure they are with their management. It's so sad. And we have to really unpack that. Pero ang fact they don't even acknowledge that toxic masculinity also affects them. And the only way that we can really heal this is for all of us to acknowledge that toxic masculinity affects men and women. And they have to be part of that conversation. Para mm-hmm. for, right? No, I, I definitely agree. I mean, this whole toxic masculinity wherein you're like, you know, I need to have like 20 girlfriends and drink beer for lunch, breakfast, and dinner. I mean, so, I mean, that's not what really it really means to be a man. And, you know, women who decide to become homemakers, that doesn't mean that that's what a woman should be, right? You know, all of us have, you know, the right to be happy and to pursue our own happiness and be who we want to be. How about you, Nadista? What are your thoughts on that? I think for me, I think they see sexually open women as you know, an easy target because we're voicing like that we're like this so again it serves as an invitation for them it's an invitation that oh she's open sexually so she it means that she's into the things that i'm into also and it doesn't mean that even if i am into the same things as you are it doesn't mean that i will want to do it with you that's the difference maybe if you want to talk to me about things, why not? But it doesn't mean that if we talk about these things, I'll be attracted to you sexually as well. And for me, that's the difference. Like, I can talk about sex any day. Like, we, we and, me and Ivan can talk about it, like, normal topics at this point. And we're not going to get horny or turned on from it. Maybe the thought of something, but it doesn't mean that I want to have sex with Ivan. Right? So... So the thing there is sometimes we're so controlled by our urges that we forget to think properly. Um, it's it's not for 
it's not to shame men, but I just noticed from my personal experience that a lot of them or a lot of the people that I meet are controlled by their hormones or by their urges. And sometimes when you're controlled, so controlled by your urges or you let your urges take control of you, the, I guess the thinking part of you just lets go, right? So sometimes it may not feel right or it may not be right, but it doesn't feel right at the, it doesn't feel wrong at the moment because it feels good to think about the horniness, the lust, the desire for another person. So maybe that's another factor to it. And, and okay, being horny and being in lust is okay. But to direct that energy to someone who's open, it's not an invitation for me to say, yes, fuck me, because I'm open. No. It's, it's just me being open. That's it. And you can ask permission if, do you like me? Do you see me the same way? And that's where it can lead to something else. But it's not a guarantee that, hey, just because I'm open, this is your time for you to shove your dick inside me, <laughs> basically. So, yeah, I mean, also, I agree with Ivan. And sometimes toxic mas masculinity is there. And I guess there are lots of people who are threatened by females, for, by women. But it doesn't mean that just because we're expressing ourselves and it's a powerful thing to express yourself whether you're a male or you're female or man woman whatever it's just that there's always a time and place to express those things and you know you just have to take care that when you're talking to people you have to take care that they may not be into what you're talking about or what you're feeling as of this moment and you have to put respect as the forefront of whatever you're going to do or talk about with that other person. No, definitely, definitely, you know, agree about, I agree with you guys, obviously, with all of those points. So before we continue the discussion, uh, for our viewers, if you have any questions you want to ask Ivan and Nadista, I mean, it's a pity that I'm still, even if this is already the like what 30th episode or nearly 30th episode of Eglap, I still don't know how to do the whole screen share thing because I would have loved to have shown the artworks of Ivan just because I was really impressed with the, you know, the profile photo. But anyway, uh, so to all our viewers, if you have any questions, just comment down below. Uh, thank you, Adam Kramer, for um, asking that question. Uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors again. So thank you again to Swagat Indian Cuisine, one of the best Indian restaurants in the whole Philippines. Um, Ludisa's tried it several times. I think she likes it. I hope yeah, she likes I it. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I do. Then uh, to Koei Ben, so if you want, guys want to support you know, local Filipino farmers, just go to Koei Blends. They're under the Modern Fashionista on Shopee as well. So, you know, if you want, you know, good face uh, face mask, face shield, just go to uh, the Modern Fashionista. And all of the sponsors for this whole month are all owned by women, which I think is really great. Just because, you know, this whole month is celebrating women in all aspects, whether it's women in business, whether it's um, society, whether it's, of course, about female sexuality, which is something I 
would like to normalize as much as possible and not keep it taboo. Just because, like, you know, for me, I personally am very, um, I'm very, uh, shy is the wrong word, but I'm, I, I don't really express my whole sexual thing very often or very loudly just because it's not really my thing to do so, right? Mm. I'd rather do South Park level of jokes than to talk about that. And I don't see that as a bad thing. But I just, what I see as a bad thing is if we oppress people from allowing them to, to do that. Like, for example, if let's say Nadista and Ivan are very open, nothing wrong with that. If they're shy like me, nothing wrong with that with that as well, right? I just want the balance we're in. We give people the choice, right? And when we give them that choice, I want people to respect that choice. That, you know, hey, Nadisa is very open. Yvonne is very open. There are people who have opinions, who have feelings, who ha are smart. You know, they're not objects where you say, hey, do this, do that. They're not slaves, right? Or, you know, hey, do this, do that for me or whatever, because that's completely wrong. So, Ivan, you did mention that, um, you know, the world is kind of slowly not being very taboo with this whole thing. What, in your opinion, why is society more accepting nowadays? Um, since madami na speak up about it, like madami na educate about sex ed, and yeah, now abolish now bit by bit yung beliefs. Like, and dami pa rin toxic shit, but I think slowly there's a shit. Like, I, uh, I noticed that like, since there's a law for not cat-calling, it's more content than the people that are cats. That takes it, like, every single day. So, I think that's also a small win. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah, how about you, Nadisa? What do, what do you think about that? Well, actually, agree naman ako Ivan. Like, I guess from our perspective, um, the people who come to me at this point are people who are willing to explore themselves therein. Because what we're doing is opening avenues where people can express themselves then. Like, we're opening up spaces or we're being vulnerable so that other people can become vulnerable also. Like, maybe they will be inspired by us to do the things that we're doing too. Like, maybe not in the scale that we do it, but maybe, you know, have photo shoots for their own collections because they feel good. Or just by wearing whatever they want to wear at home and then taking photos of themselves, enjoying whatever energy they're putting out or just enjoying being... Who they are that's one way for them to see that hey i see this person online and it's inspiring me to do or be comfortable with myself and that's what's happening and i guess by being open also even if there we we will be met with backlash or whatever it's it's a revolution a revolution wherein it's time to speak up but while we're speaking up, there is still respect of ourselves and also the pers the people that we're speaking up. I mean, speaking to. And also having a space like this, being able to talk about it. Of course, the people who would listen are those who are interested in the topic. 
and because they're interested it it shows that they're willing to change their views or probably just listen and then create their own opinions of it whether they like it or not and you know slowly but surely we're able to speak about these things and i think this is the right time because you know we're becoming the generation that's trying to fix whatever past mistakes other people have like okay now is the time wherein people can express their own sexuality it's like you can be bisexual pansexual asexual and everyone is okay with it it's just that it's hard to get away from preconceived notions but maybe slowly because i guess a part of you just wants to explore and then people are opening up spaces it's an avenue for you to be able to do it now and that's a beautiful thing so yeah. i wanted I to ask would... you guys oh yeah go ahead, Sorry. Yeah, please, go ahead. i would no, no, like please. to add that um since the me too movement and you um when we call out people call out culture I cancel culture. Yeah, because yeah. of that, I think you mga um bastos or toxic masculinity like guys. That's a challenge na yung perception to natatakot sila. And I think that's a good first step for them to be accountable to actions and to actually learn. Actually, you know, for our viewers, I did have an episode on cancel culture two weeks ago. Uh mm. generally speaking, I think cancel culture is good. If it's done well, if it's done right, if it's done smartly, but not the whole, you know, you just cancel people out of nowhere without proof yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm glad that Ivan did bring that up because, you know, with the he for she movement, the Me Too movement, etc. I mean, you have people like uh, Harvey Weinstein. I, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with him. You know, he's this big guy in Hollywood who had a lot of power, mm-hmm. who was just, you know, taking advantage of women, right? And it's not just the women who also go through that, but here's the thing now. Uh, all I think everyone in this call is pro Black Lives Matter, right? Obviously. Yeah. God, I hope, right? <laughs> but I mean, um, but, <laughs> but anyway, here's the thing now. Like, this is how I see it. Like, yes, um, also men go through, um, you know, certain things that they shouldn't go through, like women. But the question is, who is the one in most in danger, who's mostly in danger, who's the one who is very consistent in these kinds of problematic situations. Unfortunately, it's women because there are men out there who want to show, oh, you know, I'm man, you know, I, I have abs or whatever, you know, I should dominate or whatever. Uh, but, you know, obviously there are men who go through that. But the thing is, we have to concentrate first on women because they're the ones who are most in danger because of these kinds of individuals. It's not because they're weak or anything. It's just that, unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there who just want to do things that aren't right to people. So I guess the next question I want to ask you guys is, I remember before where, you know, when people were discussing about, you know, women, because of the way women change, uh, sorry, not change, the way the way women, uh, you know, wear clothes or whatever, things like that about them oh they're really asking for it or anything then some people use oh it's because you know when people watch porn and the women are always like oh yeah let's just do it or or things like that but what's your stand on that like could you could we actually blame you know pornography for this or is it just a lame excuse or what do you think nadisa let's start with you this time 
I think the portrayal of women in media is a big thing because what happens in media is that you form an opinion because that's what people see. And sometimes with what people see, they see as truth. Or because it's always played like, okay, the women are subservient, men are like this. And it, it molds your mind to think of this to be the norm in many things. It's not just you know, female sexuality or women seen as something else or something lower, someone lower than men, but more of it just forms minds. Like how BDSM is seen as something bad because all of the photos that you might see on the internet when you search for BDSM is the um, people with whips and chains and whatever. And that's mostly the conversation that women should i mean even in the catholic church this is very taboo topic but in in the catholic church there i've heard before during a homily oh because you're the wife you should follow your husband even it makes you have a conversation with yourself wherein even so so i should follow my husband even if he's wrong even if it doesn't feel right anymore so it 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 molds you in every situation you might see a, a you know, you might see women being seen as a different way. Like in movie posters, most of the time the men have their faces on, like on the 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 poster, and then it's just the woman's body posted on the poster, and not necessarily their faces or what they can be or whatever. And even in in teleseries, the women's the women are mostly like kabit, like the mistress. Or someone who's very needy, who's always clingy, and that she is to be blamed for the actions of the man in the movie or the series wherein the man is the one chasing the mistress, but the mistress is seen to be the the you know the mastermind of the whole thing. So it 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 forms your so many opinions on women. And I guess also the male view when it comes to you know, photos, videos, and whatever, you see it in a different perspective. Like, when when they... I, I've noticed this. Whenever I see photos taken by men, it's all about the legs, the high heels, the, you know, the clothing, how it... how it... Um, how it shows the figure of the woman. But when it comes to women, they don't... they don't emphasize on that they emphasize how soft she is or how soft the the subject is or how the curves of the body can make up this photo in a certain way and you know i've 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 seen a documentary or a video wherein they were discussing birds of prey versus suicide squad how in suicide squad harley quinn was dressed in practically nothing Nothing that protected her from the fight scenes. And she's wearing high heels that are not practical for the whole thing. But when it came to Birds of Prey, she was seen as Harley Quinn. How her personality shone through her, the way she was dressing, the way she was acting. And it's less sexualized. And, you know, you see her for who she is and not as a sexual object wherein you would see how she was dressed 
and how everyone was looking at her in in yung malagkit na okay she's to be desired but on the other side on birds of prey you would see her ass wow she's a woman being able to Tough. express herself yeah and then she can break bones easily and she can fuck the men up without having bare heels and stuff in birds of prey she was wearing sneakers i think the whole time which yeah, is obviously I mean, more she was practical. wearing something comfortable so, so there's that. So it, it's just a different view. You're taking away. I mean, now that women are standing to or or beginning to stand up for themselves, we were we we're able to show a different side, basically, like a, a different side of what it what what our view is of the world, what our view is as women, and it's another way to you know, show that it's different. And this is something that we see. And it's not at all sexual or, you know, we're not seen as any less than anyone. It's just that we want to be equal. We just want to show you that this is who we are and this is how we show er and express ourselves. And take it as it is. Don't see us as anything else. Okay, so before we continue on, because Ivan is <laughs> having some CP problems, low bat this time, not connections. Yeah. So Toys and Pleasures says hello. So hi. Uh, they were actually our sponsor for last year's episode with uh, with uh, Nadista and Nikolai. So hey, you guys, I hope you guys are doing well. And I hope business is okay as well. You know, very trying times right now. And isn't Okay, yeah, Nadisa's still there, just making sure. And here's Yvonne. Let's hope she has audio. My mic ba? Okay, thank God. Yes. Every time you disappear, I'm like... My mic ba? It's like, you want to play a game? So how about you, Yvonne? About, you know... Because like what Nudista used an example, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad versus Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. I think that's an excellent point that Nudista yeah. made because I'm going to be frank. I think Suicide Squad, in theory, was a cool concept for a film, but the film itself wasn't that good. I like Birds of Prey way better as a film. Like, we're just talking about the film wise. But yeah, actually, thinking about her point about Harley Quinn wearing, yeah, you're right. I think she was wearing high heels, she was wearing short shorts. And fish yeah, and, and, and what, crop top, right? Yeah, and kind of like a crop top. Yeah, it's like something like that. Crop, yeah. And it doesn't make sense in terms of battle, right? Because when you're going to go battle, it should be like dead shot, you know, he has armor and things like that. Why would, and, why is it that? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And you would notice that she's the only one who's not dressed for the part. Everyone was like armor, and then everyone was covered up. Like what? Yeah. Why? And I guess in terms of even the character, you no. Know, like for example, see, um, the the Japanese one. I can't remember her name. She was wearing like the, the whole bandana, the mask, and I mean, it, it all made sense. So go, going to to that topic, no, Ivan. Um, could you blame media, whether it's you know mainstream pornography or whatever? Could you blame media? On why you know maybe there is or there are men who see women as you know easy because of things or they over sexualize women or they objectify women. Could you could you blame media for that? Yeah, like I super agree to what you said, Nudista. But I also want to add that 
it's not um, women who are empowered yung may kasalanan doon. Kasi iniisip ng ibang ibang lalaki na kasalanan na kunwari ni J-Lo or ni Beyonce for sexualizing themselves. Kaya they're worthy na mabastos. Pero it's it's not there. Magkaiba kasi yung male gaze sa female gaze. Eh. And also, media is can be a way for us to get out of that toxic masculinity male gaze thing. But I super agree with Nudista na um, um, media really molds our beliefs and thinking. Yeah, like actually, wait, sorry, before I go, go back, uh, Poison Pleasure said a really nice comment. So he said, happy to see Ivan and Nudista again empowering positive sexuality. Hope you guys are doing well. So yeah, hello. Yeah. So yeah, and I uh, and I agree with both of you. No, like especially now. Like for example, um, is it Kendall or Kylie? Who's the one with the lipstick? I, I keep forgetting. Kylie. Kylie. Is she the one who had like a very like internet melting IG post when she's you know wearing a bikini? And she's like super thin and stuff. Yeah. That's Kylie, right? Sorry, oh. I, I they look they do they they look the same to me. Like I can't tell them apart. <laughs> Like, like, and I'm not trying to insult them. I just I, they look exactly. I thought they were twins. So anyway, um, no, but yeah, like you know, for me, if Kylie would want to wear something like that, I respect that. I mean, you know, whether she's as thin as she is or she's not thin, you know, we should allow people to be able to express themselves. I think that that's what's important, especially you know, at times like this where it's quite difficult. Mm-hmm. You, you know, to to be able to do things normally because of the situation. Uh, but how about you guys now? So since we're getting to the latter part of the episode, uh, what's the one thing you would change about women in media or how women are portrayed in media? Like if you had a magical wand and you could only do one thing or you could only remove one thing about how women are portrayed in, you know, media in general, what would it be? And let's start with... Uh, um, to add then about Kay Kylie, um, yeah, I'm all for women empowerment and wear whatever you want. Pero her photos are super edited. And yun din yung gusto ko alisin sa media. Um, if you're going to use filters, if you're going to edit yourself, make sure that your followers know. If you have surgery, make sure that your followers know. Kasi hindi alam ng mga, mga um younger followers more that's that what you're doing and yun yung nagiging ideal nila for them and when they can't achieve it because they achieved it through filters and surgery um self-worth nila and they feel like they're not worthy anymore that they're yeah sobrang fucked up ng, um the way they see beauty and aesthetics um yung sa media Wala kung ano sa um, male um, creators, artists, but I would really love to see more female gaze art, female gaze content, female gaze media. I think if you're going to talk about sexuality, female sexuality or harassment, bring the voices na who knows this topic really well. And that's women. That's... Mm. Kung sino yung, yung inaapin ng toxic masculinity, they should be the one who's empowered to create these things. 
no very very um no that's a that's an excellent point Kevin. that's a very excellent point um how about you nadista magical one could change magic so you're referring to magic one that's a new vibrator I'm kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I guess, I guess I walked through that. Like it was just like there, and I just blindly went like, through it. Anyway, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> Maybe I'm they said like if you could have a magic well or something, like something that you know. But anyway, go yeah, I got you. Joke lang yun. Pero, um, for me, it's to see women as any less, you know, any less than. Like, you're, I guess, for for a lot of things, or in media kasi, we portrayed as very emotional, very irrational, like, oh, you just have your period, controlled by your hormones. Um, it's more, it's very dehumanizing, because you're taking away what a female is. A uh, female is very emotional, but it doesn't mean that they're, we're any less just because we're emotional. It's just that we're very in tune. That's what people forget. We're very in tune with our emotions. And in society, kasi, emotions are seen as something bad. And we have to let go that being emotional is part of the female sexuality being sexy erotic and whatever or you know for me being able to express our female sexuality means to embrace our sensuality sex i mean being sexy is part of it we're curvy and that's seen as something beautiful and people forget that people forget that because there are so many factors or society says that we have to be in a certain mold. Also, the fact that, we, we, I guess, in our society, we're shunned for expressing ourselves. Yun nga. Um, I just want to, you know, take away the, that stigma that women cannot voice ourselves. We do voice ourselves. It's just that you're not listening, probably. Or if we do voice ourselves, there's always the belittling or gaslighting that, no, that's not what you're feeling. Or you shouldn't feel that way. Or also the fact that we have to be something for someone. Right? Like, I guess earlier on, we have to, we as women growing up, you know, teenagers, I, I guess from, from my own experience, my family was like, you know, you have to grow up to be a good wife to your husband, to the person you're going to spend your life with. And it makes me think as if I'm just going to live my life for another person. And it, it, may, it makes you feel as if you're bound by a box and that you're limiting a person or a a, fem a woman to a mold because society sees her as this, a perfect wife, uh, someone who makes the home a better place for the husband, to the family. And it, it, I guess that's, that's just my view. And I just want to take away all of those things and just be seen as equals in society. 
that's what we want. That's what we just want. And to be equals mean doesn't mean it, we're taking away from the masculine. It's just that we're trying to balance whatever the masculine energy has and what the female energy has and just molding it together so that it's a really good mix of everything. I, can I just say, I'm just very lucky that I have the two of you in this episode because it's quite an episode I'm struggling with in terms of trying to get, you know, what I want to say out. And I'm just glad that, you know, Ivan and Nadisa are very intelligent women who really give way more than what the, what the question was. And I think that's, you know, very great points from the two of you. So, you know, kudos to the two of you. So I guess that, you know, sort of winding down the episode already. Um, you, Ivan, who is someone that you look up to in terms of your, you know, being a woman and, and things like that and your whole... You as a person, who do you look up to? You know, as someone that you're like, you know, this is a great person. You know, this person's a good, you know, role model for other women out there. Mm. Well, I was first inspired by Frida Kahlo because she. Oh. Yeah. I love Frida. I love Frida. Yeah, because she also paints herself. She's also a painter. I love how she's so unapologetic. Un- unapologetically herself. Sobrang genuine niya. And hindi niya hinahayaan um, to let society dictate what she would look like, what she would wear, how yeah. she would live her life. So, yeah. She's a person, a super, I look up to. Yeah, Frida's an amazing person. Really amazing artist. Yeah. So, I guess that. Yeah, okay. Curious, what's your favorite Frida painting? Because my, my favorite work of hers is the, the Moses one, if you're familiar with that one. No. That's actually my that's my Twitter um cover photo. But do you what's your favorite Frida work? I think my favorite work of her is yung about the miscarriage. Na. Oh the hospital one. Yeah, because so grab oh. yung pain and suffering that she has experienced. Yeah. She's, still, she's still so positive in life. No, but amazing, amazing artist, amazing person, amazing woman. Rita's really a, a great, great, great person. How about you, Nadista? Who's someone that you look up to? Actually, it's hard question. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very personal. Eh. Like, maybe a part of me looks up into myself. Like, I know no I one. Say. in. <laughs> I have to look up to myself. Because in every step of the way, I was with myself. And there's always that sense of, hey, I did this, and it was scary. But when I did this, I was able to do this, or I was able to achieve something out of it. So there's that. But I also like how Lady Gaga is. Like, ever since I was in high school, like, ever since I was in high school, I always saw how she was open about, you know, she was talking, she was having music about sex parties and stuff, but it was I saw her as, wow, she's open about it. Like, she doesn't give a fuck. And she's very unapologetic as well. Like, I don't fucking care what you're thinking about. All I know is that when I dream, I dream big. And I've already seen this in my head. So she's a dreamer. Like, I already, and she, there was an interview wherein she, she was young and she was, she already said, I'm going to be famous. And that for me was like, okay, she's a go getter because she already saw that. And then, she aspired and then now she's 
millions of, she has millions of she's followers. an oscar winner right yeah yeah and she's she went beyond from the sexual you know the sexually charged songs to something beyond it i guess she used her sexuality or that part of her to say okay if no one's listening she said this in an interview she said that she was in new york new york i think and she said if no one's listening i'm gonna take my clothes off and that's when because you know for women we're always you know sideline like even if you're talented we're gonna look more towards a man who has the same kind of talent or less than your talent but because they're a man i choose them kind of thing and she was playing the piano and no one's listening and no one's no no one's minding her so what she did she took her clothes off and she's like now you're listening so sometimes you just need to do those things first so that people would listen and then what happened was during her during her rise to fame that's when people noticed her talent and not anymore the crazy things that she's doing because that's her i mean that's her artist i mean lady gaga is the artist but stephanie is is the, the woman behind lady gaga and i think that's what inspires me too nudista is just my face nudista is my artist name or me presenting that this is a part of me still it's just that you should distinguish that nudista and danny is a different person like if i'm nudista respect me as nudista but also respect that the artist behind or the person behind nudista is danny and she is to be respected as well so it's 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 i guess showing different sides of your personality and being accepted like Nudista for me is the face of the sexuality, the eroticism, the sensuality, or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's still Danny. A part of her, or part of me, is Nudista. But it's not the whole totality of me. And I guess I see that in Lady Gaga. Like at the end of the day, she's normal. She just wants to be in sweatshirts, or just even if she just wants to be naked by the poolside at her home, it's just her being her. And you know, it, it's it's such a beautiful thing. And I guess you, in order for you to understand where I'm coming from, you should watch her documentary on Netflix, the Five Foot Two, like, documentary. It shows who she is. And you would see her as a normal person, going through heartaches, going through pains. And, you know, you would see her evolution, like, from being a person at home to being someone who's doing all of this work because she has to because she is this and she believes in what she she's doing and that she knows that by doing all of these things it's it's what pe the people want and the people feel good and resonate with her that's why she's famous it's because she knows other people feel the same way as her so might as well give um, give all of her heart towards what she's doing and her advocacies so yeah does. So, she inspires me. So fun fact about me, I'm not sure if, it's, if you'd be surprised, but actually when I was in my youth, I was a very big Lady Gaga fan. Like, last, like just, just Dance is my favorite Lady Gaga song of all time. Mm. Then second, like is, uh, second is Million Reasons, because that's where you see the transition, like what you said, right? Like with mm. Just Dance, Sex, Jugs, Party, etc. Then you go to Mother Monster with... Um, 
Bad Romance, Romance. Uh, Judas, Telephone, etc. Then you get to Stephanie, and that's million reasons, in my opinion, where you really get to meet the person. So, what's your what's your favorite Lady Gaga song in movies? I'm so curious. I guess the one that came into mind was Speechless. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very ballad, like very yeah, 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 ballad kind of thing, and I think it's not as famous because it's a ballad. It's not poppy, yeah. but it, it's one of those songs wherein if you're if you feel sentimental, you just listen to it, and it's very much some really a song that just captured me. Like I know how to play it on the piano because it was easy, but wow. at the same time. Yeah. No, because it was a few chords. But I, I can't play any instruments except for the <laughs> the triangle and the harmonica, just those two. <laughs> but but it was a song that I guess it it just made me think a lot about it and also applause. Applause, applause. Yeah, yeah. because it <laughs> just so shows that how in, in in I guess the music video was like they were booing her or whatever, but yeah. I guess it's it's more of like even if you don't like me, I'm just gonna do it anyway, and then some people will be okay with me doing it because they would applaud me. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> okay, so you know we're basically at the end of the episode already. So I guess what I want to ask you guys now is, and we'll start with um Ivan. You know, for those who watch the episode and for those who will, you know, watch this episode in the future, what would be your message about female sexuality? I know that's a very broad, you know, question about it. But how would you not really convince them, but what is your message to them saying that, you know, women can talk about sex, women can be open about their sex lives, women can do nude art, we can do, I mean, sorry, women can do all of these things. And it doesn't mean that you have the right to objectify us, you know, something like that. Um, when you express your sexuality, we were taught as women that we would be something would be taken from us. And that's not actually true. Pero sex is a shared experience. Humans are sexual beings, and it's natural for us to express ourselves sexually. And you're not disrespecting yourself if you're sexually expressive. Um, sorry, and then continue for being the whole laughing. It's okay, just take your. Sorry, no, wala ako. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. No worries. Yeah. I mean, don't be pressured. I'm not. I'm not Larry King or anything here. Just, yeah. just, just you know, um, take your time and you know, just express the way you want to say. You know, if you if you want to say something that may not make sense or something, just say what. Just express yourself. That's what we want. Sorry, no, wala talaga ako. Okay. So again, how about yeah, we can do nudista muna. So how about you nudista? So it's more of message no for people yeah. who Okay. So for me, I guess it's the self-expression. 
to know that when you express yourself fully, kung sino ka, like to know that this is who I am and to reach out to people or find people who would accept you for who you are. Because I feel like the at the end of the day, sometimes you just need that support system. Because even if you're strong to do these things on your own, sometimes it helps to find people or, you know, attract people who say yes to what you're doing. Like, yes, girl, yes, God, you're such a goddess for doing these things. Because it, it just shows that they support you and they love you for that self-expression. And I guess in society now, or being a woman, we're told to not express ourselves. But being in a safe space to express ourselves means that we're opening up ourselves and having that strong base so that when we do spread our wings towards bigger things, we have that support system that says, you know, whatever happens, we know your conviction, we know who you are, we know that you're doing this and you're passionate about it. And when you reach out to other people, it inspires them, it makes them question whatever and then seek out answers. That's when you know that what you're doing is something that disrupts, but at, at the same time, you know that it's for the good of everyone involved. And if it feels good, if it feels right, then it just means that it's it's your passion or your calling. And I guess... For me also, like another message would be to embrace what it means to be a woman at this point. Like to know that you can be erotic, sexy, but it doesn't mean that people can disrespect you. It's just that you're expressing who you are because you cannot take it away. You cannot take away the fact that you you are erotic, you are sexy, because that's part of what female sexuality is or what the feminine energy is. And it will always find ways to express itself. It's just that sometimes you need to express it in a space wherein you're allowed to do it without the fear that comes from the gaze of society or the people around you who would say, no, you shouldn't do that. So there's that. Just just generally something. Like find a space, find the people who would support you and let your wings fly, basically. Wow. No, I mean, yeah. I completely agree with that, Nalisa. I'm glad that you're able to to express yourself in that way. How about you, Ivan? Are you okay? Or yeah. are you ready to um yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> oh um, no worries, no worries at all. No worries. Um Uh, we should take up space more. Women should take up more space. Like, we shouldn't be afraid to take up space. We deserve to express ourselves. We deserve pleasure. Um, usually, kasi sa, when we talk about sex, it's either na-instill yung fear sa atin or it's not talked about at all. And nawawala na conversations about sexual pleasure. And you, with women... Mostly, yung mga nahiririnig kong stories from them. Sobrang baba na ng bar for female pleasure, for female um, satisfaction. We, we, uh, we, sorry. No, no it's okay. Um, sorry, sometimes I dissociate. 
It's okay, no worries. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Um, ang baba na ng bar ng sexual satisfaction ng mga kababaihan. And yung priority natin is safety. And men don't even think about being safe. Ang priority mm-hmm. nila is to orgasm, to not have blue balls. Pero demand for pleasure. You deserve it, girl. Like, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. And for women who wants to explore their sexuality more, like, start with masturbation. Start with playing with yourself. And when you're comfortable now with yourself and you know what you want, then you could be you could be able to express it more with a partner or partners. So yeah, I think that's it. All right, that's also an amazing um, point by you, Ivan. I mean, I'm very lucky to have excellent guests for today's episode. So yeah, that's actually, that's actually the end of the episode for today. I would like to thank again Ivan and Nadista for making the time. They're both very busy ladies, but thank you so much for, especially Nadista who wasn't supposed to be here today, but she really <laughs> made the time and effort here. But thank you. And actually, can I just say to the two of you, um, it's only now that your photos or your your videos moving for me. The whole time when I was talking to you guys, uh, Nudisa was like frozen like 95% of the time, Yvonne like 90 So that's why if you notice, there's like a pause every time you guys are done talking because I'm like, okay, are they done talking? Or am, am I going to cut them? So yeah, but hopefully, you know, when you do have a future episode, because I would definitely would want to have the two of you back for more of an art side of it because, you know, I believe that, you know, obviously Ivan is an artist because she does paintings, etc. But for Nudista, she's also an artist in her own way with her, you know, photographies and stuff. But before I let you guys go, I just have one last question. So for Nudista's, and I never asked this to Nudista. Well, I don't think I've asked this to her. Um, Remember in your first ever episode, you sent me the photo that was in the film, you know, the, the, the rope and stuff that I don't mm-hmm. use anymore because I'm afraid I'll be banned by Facebook. Why did you choose that yeah. episode as your photo for for this? What you went to introduce? Oh, the other photos. So I guess for me, it's just an expression of myself. Sometimes I just like it's a wow factor to see. Yeah, because I, it looks is, painful. Is it, is it is it the is it the photo of me the, with the, the, the Yossi? The, no, no, the the, the rope. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one with the Yossi wearing, I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah, in. Yeah. Okay, that photo is just me being my silly self. Because it is, it's an expression of myself. I, I, my friend was the photographer and the one who tied me. And then I told him, okay, this position is very comfy. But I want to inject my humor. So what I did was, can you get me the Yossi? Can you give me the Yossi? And I was doing like this. And then it's, it's in a way very empowering for a lot of people. Like, oh my God, who thought of that? And I'm like, it was me. And most of the time, my poses there was like, the poses I did before was like, I'm I'm bound like that where my hands are on whatever. But it just shows power in a way wherein I'm in rope, but it doesn't mean you're gonna take advantage of me. I'm here smoking my cigarette. Yeah, I don't smoke chill. cigarette. It's just yeah. that I'm chill. It's like, fuck you guys. I'm I'm yeah. just in my rope right now. So it's, 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 it's just a funny thing. It's a humorous kind of thing, but it's also projected a sense that, hey, this person is not to be messed with, even if she is tired. So this is just a fun thing and a very much a wow piece wherein, fuck this. Who's that? What are you doing? Right? Yeah, because honestly, for someone who knows nothing of rope, it looks completely painful. 
Mm. I mean, for me. But I was I there chilling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm. <laughs> so I actually stopped using that photo. I used the more where D- Danny's just, and her hair is yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> hair is just there. <laughs> yeah. So I don't get banned by Facebook. How about you, Ivan? So you sent me the photo where, you know, you're just, you know, then you're just like that. You know, why did you send that photo? Um, I want to make a statement because I think when I go to go out in public and bakat yung utong ko and kita yung armpit hair ko, I think that's a protest against the beauty standards and toxic masculinity. Ayan. Uh, it's a sign of protest. Okay. Yeah. Well, again, thank you again, Nudiste and Evan, for, you know, guesting. I hope to have you guys again in the future. You know, I really... I've been craving to do an art episode where we get to discuss, you know, art in all its many forms and the different artists behind it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And to our viewers, thank you again for watching. And lastly, happy Women's Month to all women. Uh, No matter what you do in life, you are people, you are important to us. And of course, thank you to our sponsors, Swagat Indian Cuisine, uh, Modern Fashionista, and Koei Blends. Iglap will be actually... Uh, back next week, the the guest for next week was actually supposed to be our guest before during this month, but because of certain situations, she wasn't able to. And next week's episode will be about why she missed the episode. So yeah, so thank you everyone. Catch Iglap again next week. Thank you again, Nadista. Thank you again, Ivan. Bye everyone. Good night. Bye. Thank you.